Hey there, what's going on? And welcome to the ALX podcast, where we give you bite-sized thoughts on leadership, business, accounting, and business processes. In this episode, we're going to be looking at a leadership principle coined by John Maxwell called the Law of the Lid. This principle comes from his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. We're going to take a look about how it applies to business, life, and leadership. Let's dive in. first thing that we need to do is unveil the law of the lid. Uh, so if we were to define the law of the lid, we could say that it's a leadership principle highlighting that the success of individuals or organizations is limited by the leadership capacity of those in charge. Uh, there's this image of a glass jar in the book. Uh, it illustrates the concept using the analogy of a glass jar and its lid, emphasizing the direct correlation between the leadership ability and potential success. If you have things growing, if you have like a plant in the jar and it's growing, it will never be able to outgrow the lid that you've placed on that jar. But if you were to take the lid off of the jar, the plant would be able to grow out of the jar and grow into what it was intended to be. There are some key components of the law of the lid that really go into making it a really kind of pivotal leadership principle. The first component is the leadership competence component. Uh, There's a foundational importance of leadership competence and ongoing commitment to personal development. Uh, It is really crucial that the leader of an organization, of a business, of a team, is committed to their own personal development. And this takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of willingness to take some really hard looks at yourself, take some hard looks at your life, things that maybe you've been doing, things that processes that you've had, ways of operating that you've had, even limited beliefs or limiting uh, action patterns that are keeping you from the best version of yourself. Uh, But to really address those things and to really get them out of your life, um, it it, it takes some humility and it takes a moment to stop and say, man, life isn't about me. I actually don't have it all together. Uh, I'm not the shit. And I need to take a moment and reevaluate some things that are going on. If I really want to serve the people around me the best that I possibly can, and if I want to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be. The second component of the law of the lid uh, really involves visionary leadership. Uh, Visionary leaders tend to elevate the lid by expanding their own vision and inspiring others. Um, If you find yourself uh, having a lid that is a lot lower than than you would like it to be, uh, expand your own vision. Uh, begin to dream a little bit more about your own life, about your own opportunities, about the own path that you're walking down. And as you maintain a large vision for your own life, for your business, for your organization, or for your team, uh, that's going to inspire others. People are inspired by big things. Um, uh, the world that we live in now um, are, are full of big things, big organizations, big dreams, big people. Um, but those, but every one of those things didn't start big. It started with a dream. It started with an aspiration or an idea that inspired others to create something memorable and lasting. I had a mentor tell me one time that, um, and uh, in, in hindsight, maybe he wasn't the greatest mentor, but he did have some, some words of wisdom every now and again. And, and he, said, he told me one time that, man, you think that you're like a seven out of 10 as a leader or as a visionary. Uh, I, I need you to think of yourself, even if you are a seven, I need you to think of yourself as like a three. 
Because what that's going to force you to do is think bigger. It's going to force you to think outside the box. It's going to force you to look beyond where you've been before into what's possible and what's new. And a question that's really been helpful for, for my own leadership and people that I've coached in the past is this question that I encourage people to ask themselves is, um, is it healthy or is it just familiar? And it could be any number of things. It could be a thought pattern. It could be an action pattern. Anything that maybe be keeping you from the best version of yourself. Um, is it healthy or is it familiar? Because we tend to justify things in our own minds that, well, this is just healthy. This is just the way that we do it. Um, is it healthy or is it just familiar? Expand your own vision. Begin to dream bigger, think bigger. And as you do that, you begin to inspire other people to do the same. The third component of the law of the lid uh, really involves adaptability and growth. Uh, there's a role of adaptability and continuous growth uh, when it comes to maintaining a high lid on leadership effectiveness. Uh, there is a quality of a leader that can maintain a quiet confidence and a extreme flexibility wherever they go, and yet somehow they're still getting everything that they want. Uh, there's a really great example are movie directors, are directors of films. Um, if you talk to celebrities like Robert Downey Jr. or some other celebrities, they'll tell you that di certain directors that they've worked with have had this uncanny ability to ha exude an aura of quiet confidence that actually inspires people to follow their leadership. Uh, so maybe you're not even the best, you wouldn't consider yourself the best leader. That's all right. Um, having this adaptability and this mindset of continuous growth and quiet confidence will create an environment around you that people want to be around and they want to follow. Uh, and so when it comes to adaptability, adaptability and growth, you really need to decide, am I going to have a fixed mindset? that the way that things have always been or the way that things have all, are always going to be? Or am I going to put myself into the role of a learner and say, I don't know everything. Uh, there is still new places to go. There are still new places to go. And I want more for myself. I want more for my family. I want more for my business than where I've been previously or what I've accomplished previously. Uh, the fourth component of the law of the lid has to do with empowerment and delegation. Uh, there's an impact of empowering and trusting others, allowing for the delegation of responsibilities and skill development. Uh, what Simon Sinek says that the greatest contribution that you can make to your team or to your business or to your organization is actually to create other leaders, is to create other leaders. And you don't do that by title, by just handing out, oh, you're a CEO now. Oh, you're a COO now. Oh, you're the chief marketing officer. And that's not how that's achieved. Because leadership is not about a title. Leadership is about influence. And so the best way that you can add value to your business or to your team or to your organization is to create leaders. And you do that by teaching people how to build influence. I always talk about influence as a bank account. Are you adding things to the bank account and when it comes to a relationship? Are you investing in that relationship? Are you creating and building influence and building trust, showing them that, they, that you care about them, that you actually want to know what's going on in their life? Or are you constantly making withdrawals from that bank account? Are you telling them to, are you constantly putting them down? Are you constantly telling them that they're not good enough, that they need to adjust, that they, 
that they need to revise their plan if they ever want to get anywhere in life. That Those are withdrawals. Uh, you want to be somebody who builds influence and builds impact and builds trust ultimately in your people's lives. I always think about whenever you have a direct report, ask two questions right off the bat. The first question is, how are you doing? Uh, this is a personal question that shows that you care about them and that you want to understand their current circumstance in life. And the second question is once you've established the trust that that first question brings, the second question is how can I help you win? This shows that you're in their corner and that you want to see them succeed. And when people know and understand that one, you care about them, and two, you want them to succeed, they will be a lot more willing to love your organization and to love you because your customers won't love your business or won't love your team or won't love your endeavor until your employees do, until your direct reports do. So creating and fostering an environment of care, first for your employees, goes both ways. They'll start to care about you. They'll start to care about your business. Don't have a consumer mindset where I'm just going to wait for the right people to care about what we're doing and then it'll be great. No, you have to go first in showing that you care and constantly extending grace and extending empowerment and delegation and encouragement and building trust and influence with the people that you're leading if you want a healthy organization. So let's move into some applications. Uh, an application would be, how do you invest in your leadership development? There are certain organizations that can actively raise the lid by investing in leadership development programs, training, mentoring, or coaching. You might be one of those organizations. You might have one of those businesses or teams or endeavors that maybe need to invest a little bit of time, money, and energy into leadership development. Uh, leadership is not something that happens by accident. Uh, there are certain leaders throughout history that maybe have had the knack for leadership, um, and certainly the best leaders um, can't, they can't teach what made them great leaders. They can give tips and they can give help and they can give insights, but they can't necessarily replicate the amount of leadership that they've displayed in their life so far. But that shouldn't stop anyone who aspires from be, to being a great leader from learning everything that they can from everyone that they can. We live in a phenomenal technological age where uh, where history is accessible on the internet. Uh, so even if you don't maybe have the time or the money or the energy to, to invest in formal leadership development, go online, look up the greatest leaders, look up what made them great leaders. Uh, and what you'll find is the relationships that they had with the people that they were leading were robust, they were filled with trust, and they still accomplished what they needed to accomplish. I would encourage you though, uh, leadership is one of the most valuable aspects to an organization. So investing time, money, and energy into them, um, I don't think you'll ever be sorry for doing that. Um, ALX has a leadership development coaching program. Uh, we charge $100 per session. And so if you think about $100 for two hours of sitting down with someone and talking about your innermost life. Um, that is one of the best investments that you could possibly make in your life. Because when you change the way that you approach leadership, you will benefit yourself, you will benefit your team, you will benefit your business, you will benefit your family. And so $100 for two hours is really insignificant in the grand scheme of the benefit that you actually get from investing in leadership development. 
Another application that maybe you're walking away from this talk with is that you can cultivate a learning culture. There are so many benefits of fostering a culture of continuous learning within your organization to promote innovation and, and dynamism. Having a dynamic atmosphere of learning where people are constantly bringing new ideas and new concepts to the table is crucial for, for maintaining and perpetuating the life of your organization. So go first, talk about what books you're reading, talk about what you're learning. Um, arrogant leaders never let on that they are learning anything. They never talk about the books they're reading, they never talk about the seminars they're going to or anything like that because they wanna project an image that they have it all together. Uh, but when you cultivate a learning culture, when you talk about the books that you're reading, you talk about the things that you're learning, that shows the people that you're leading that, oh, it's okay to not actually know it all. And it's okay to go and seek new information. This may seem elementary, but people need to see that from their leader in order to chase that for themselves. Another application you could be walking away from this with is that, uh, is thinking about leadership transparency and self-awareness. There is a lot of importance when it comes to leaders being transparent about their own growth journey and self-aware about their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, building a strong team means playing people to their strengths. And when I see leaders do this all the time where they'll build a strong team and they'll put, pe they'll put their people in their best spots, but they won't actually put themselves in their best spot. They'll still try to be wearing all the hats. They'll still be trying to do all of the things that they have been doing for all, up to this point point but maybe they're not good at all of the things that they're doing maybe they're not the best at it and so what you need to do is you need to be you need to get real and have some humility and say okay maybe i'm not the best at budgeting maybe i'm not the best at marketing maybe i'm not the best at leadership development what do i need to do to either a improve those areas or b delegate those to somebody who does have that strength in that area so that we can have a robust team and we can have a robust um holistic environment where we can accomplish things well uh, but being self-aware about your strengths and your weaknesses is so huge and is so important when it comes to your leadership journey so wrapping this up uh, we emphasize the transformative potential of a law of the lid as leaders and aspiring leaders uh, it's important to understand and embrace this principle as it can be the catalyst for unlocking unprecedented levels of success Join us next time on the ALX podcast as we continue our exploration of leadership insights and strategies for navigating the ever-evolving landscape of success. As always, keep on being a badass business leader, and we'll see you back here next time. Take care.